I'm Danielle McCray. I'm Taylor Gray. I'm Laura Post. Jelly Sore. I'm Patty Madsen. What's it like to voice Ajara? Do you have a connection to the character? Yes. Ajara is... Ajara was actually one of the very first, like, super big, important roles I booked. What inspired you to become a voice actress? Uh, so what's inspired me were... There were two different things. So one, it was cartoons inspired me to want to get into voice acting. What inspired you to start a tarot collection? Well, I started studying tarot about 20 years ago and I started playing WoW a little over 11 years ago. And, you know, the whole 20 years that I've been looking at tarot, I've always thought to myself that I would just really love to make a deck. What's it like to be a part of the Star Wars community? Uh, I mean, I don't know if there's any better community to be involved with. I know everyone who was a part of the show and worked on the show um, was so fortunate and grateful to be a part of it um, because it's an amazing family that you get brought into and you, you realize that you go to things like Celebration was only a few weeks ago. How do you feel about Sylvanas' progression in the next expansion? Well, you know, um, I always try to uh, not be connected to judging her regardless because our our job is to deliver a performance for the character that uh, is not in judgment of, of what she's doing or what they're writing because it's to stay true to delivering if you enjoyed this episode don't forget to give us a follow on all your favorite podcast platforms also don't forget to give us a follow on twitter at mentally obsessed and if you want you can follow myself at i am reese on all social media platforms i hope you enjoyed the episode and i'd like to give a massive warm welcome to chrissy spark who took the time to help record this podcast episode she'll be talking all about mixer so let's dive in and let your obsessions reign free Okay, Christy, thank you very much for joining me. It's a pleasure to have you Yes, on the of show. course. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump right into it. Yes. So what is your advice to people who are just starting out streaming? So this is, this is I was reading this like question when you gave it to me. And it's honestly, it's so, the biggest thing I guess I could say is that um, don't doubt yourself because other people are succeeding you know, faster than you or, you know, better than you are in some way. I remember when I um, started out streaming, I was really proud of myself for like the first month. And then after that, um, I quickly got into my anxieties and started comparing myself. And that is really, I got into a rep for that like next few months and it was really hard to get out of it. So my biggest advice is just don't compare yourself. Stay laser focused and just you know keep grinding don't compare yourself at all see that's what i find when i'm streaming like i'm always like ah like this person's such and such doing way better than i am what's what am i doing wrong but that advice was great advice oh yeah no that's i feel like it's normal a bunch you know amongst every streamer i feel like even you know larger streamers do it so yeah just just don't do it (laughs) (laughs) so how long have you been streaming for so two years it just turned two like two weeks ago <laughs> yeah i was I, w- I was present when that, that yes happened. you were so just, carry on sorry 
No, you're you're good. Um, so, how long have you been a partner for? Then it was a year, wasn't it? You've been a partner for. Um, it will be two years in August. Two so years. I got partnered pretty like about five months after I started streaming. Was was mixers um requirements different from what they are now? Oh yeah. Um. So back a little different now so the thing about mixers partnership requirements now is there's a lot of like hidden ones based on what you stream back then it was like really um it was pretty narrow it was like two thousand or a thousand followers must have 50 concurrent viewers like things like that so i hit those two um we know five months later so now it's different because they don't judge you like they judge you based on what games you play a little bit more so like if you're like a creative streamer you have a lower concurrent viewer and things like that. So, all oh, right, okay. Uh, so, next question is: What is your pet hate that streamers tend to do? Oh no, pet hate. That's a, um. I think the biggest thing is some people, um, and I've seen it happen quite a bit. Is they'll try to like. There's no easy way to grow followers, right? There's not like a like a secret sauce that all all streamers have where they gain followers. So. I think one of the things that people fall for, especially in the beginning, is like network lobbies or like follow for follow trains or, you know, um, lurking host trains, those types of things where you like leave a tab open for someone. Those will give you like fast follower numbers and fast, you know, even viewership numbers, but it won't give you a fast community number. And that's one of the big things that more streamers need to focus on is actually growing that community and not just the number next to their name. Yeah, that matters a lot, doesn't it? Because of the, your brand and stuff, like you're making your brand. Yeah, hundred percent. It's it's a slow process. Like I'm I'm two years old now, and I'm still growing my brand and community every single day. It's it's a slow, it's a slow burn, but it's definitely worth it. Um, but if you just grow on, if you just do like those follow for follows or self promo networks, like you're not actually growing that community. You're just growing that number. Yeah. Uh, so next question is, what games do you like playing the most on stream? Oh, this is good. I've never, I'm really happy because I've never felt like I had to play a certain game on stream. So like I started as a Call of Duty streamer. Call of Duty um, is one of my favorite shooters ever, that in Halo. So um, I, I've, Call of Duty is probably my favorite right now. Once the new Halo comes out, I'll probably play that a lot. Hopefully with you. Um, uh, yeah, a couple months, but right now it's it's probably Call of Duty. I like playing Fortnite too, just like with my followers. But overall, favorite time is probably Call of Duty. It's shocking how like uh, Fortnite makes an impression on people because I was playing it the other day and I gained like three or four followers from it. And like when I'm playing like Star Wars Battlefront two, I barely get any followers. Yeah. From it. That's a big problem on Mixer, and I and I know like I could go on and on and on about this, like Fortnite itself has this reputation that it's a lfg game it's a looking for group game and that's not necessarily the case like when you're streaming it especially on mixer it has this kind of you know reputation where like okay the streamer is gonna play with me the streamer is gonna do open lobbies because for a long time that's what really built that fortnite community on mixer was that yeah. um so it's it, yeah you'll definitely see like i said you'll see like an easier follower number when you play fortnite amongst other games um but it are you really building a community or is it just like people coming and wanting to play with you type of thing all right that's nice uh so my next question is how can streamers start to create an open conversation about mental health yeah this is important um 
I so like I suffer from anxiety um pretty heavily um and, and a little bit of depression but mostly anxiety um so I talk about it on stream just like I would talk about anything else like I'm like guys sorry I'm late I had I had this kind of thing happen to me um because I I don't want it to be like a weird conversation I want it to be just like an open book like okay this is normal people suffer from this so um, since I've started talking about my anxiety and even like my ADHD, people like come in my chat, they're like, Chrissy, I have ADHD. You made me feel way more normal about it. And I'm like, wow, really? Like I didn't, so I didn't realize what kind of effect it can have just by having like a normal conversation about it. Like, hey guys, sorry, I'm building crazy things in Minecraft. My ADHD is going wild, which happens to me all the time. Um, so since I've just been, you know, just talking about it, it's been really great. So I really... If I could do one thing, I would strongly suggest streamers talking more about their mental health because it opens up this dialogue that is way bigger than I even thought would ever be. Yeah, it just it, your mental health is really important, and that's what based my podcast and white website all on mental health, and I wanted to integrate it into my streams as well. Yep, I, I saw that. I'm, I'm all for it. I think that's a great conversation to really, you know, bring front. So next question is, what is your greatest achievement stream? <laughs> so, um, see, the thing is, is, like, I've never had, like, really big goals for streaming. I've always just wanted, you know, taking it day by day. Um, probably the coolest thing I've ever gotten to do, though, was make my own controller with Xbox and Design Lab. It was a, it was a one-month shop in December, and it was probably the coolest thing I've ever done. <laughs> it does sound cool. It was really cool. I was, I have a uh, fun fact is I collect every controller that has ever come out for Xbox. I have them on my wall in my living room. Um, so when I got the email for that, I was like, oh my God. Did you used to have them in your stream room, all those controllers? Uh, no, I, sh I have some pictures like on my Twitter. I'll have to do like a YouTube thing eventually and be like, these are all my controllers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should definitely do that. That'd be really interesting to watch. Yeah, of course. Next question. Let's get it. So tips on how to make a brand stand out while streaming. This is a yeah, good question. I love this question. It's funny. Um, I was just talking to some Spark Gaming people about this. So brands are different than just logos. And I feel like a lot of people like slap on like a, like a logo and like, okay, this is my brand. Like a brand has to be something big, right? So like, for instance, um, like we, we, you know, Ninja, right? And you, you know his logo because, you know, it's on everything. It's like on bed sheets and everything. But you know Ninja for being like a high-skilled Fortnite player. You know, a funny after-dark streamer. Things like that. Like, people come to you um, if everything's kind of on point. So, like, if your Twitter presence is the same as your stream presence. Your Instagram presence has reoccurring themes. So, like, if you go on my stream right now. All my panels are the same color as my Twitter banner. And then all that colors are on my merch. Like everything is the same kind of consistent. Consistency is a big thing. Um, so people recognize the CS emblem and they're like, okay, that's Chrissy Spark. And um, it's really important to kind of establish what kind of brand you want to be at the beginning. Because um, streaming as like either a career or just a hobby is something that so many people are interested in and it really never sleeps when you think about it, right? There's streamers all the time, 24 seven, there's different streamers. So to have a brand that sticks out amongst that, you have to get that down early and really consistently stick to it on every platform. See, I, I saw that 
like says like branding is important because people yeah. remember you by branding don't they 100 percent. i could ask you to draw the you know the twitch logo right now the mixer logo like you know like you know what i mean you would know it by heart um i could ask you to draw like you know the target logo or something but uh it's it's really important because that's what speaks for you when you're not streaming it's your presence as a brand like okay I'm going to go watch, you know, the YouTube or I'm going to go listen to this podcast because, you know, this person suggested it and if it's their brand. So things like that are, um, it's really important to get down early. Yeah. Uh, so next question is, what is Spark Gaming and who can Ooh. join if they're interested? <laughs> so, um, so this kind of goes back into the anxiety part of myself. So Spark Gaming actually started um as something called team spark stream team and it was just a stream team um for people that were having a hard time figuring out what they want to do as a streamer so i started with like eight people um and myself obviously and pretty much it was just like a discord where we talked about like you know okay we had a bad day on stream today okay we had a great day on stream today and then um, it started getting, you know, everyone was really happy with it and people were asking me how to join. So we started opening the doors a little bit more. Um, I rebranded cause I didn't want to, I didn't want it to have any like association of my stream. I wanted it to be its own, you know, entity. So it became Spark Gaming. So Spark Gaming now, um, is a stream team. It has a academy for newer streamers and it has an esports side. Um, we have a big announcement on the 4th of March, um, for the esports and the academy side, but pretty much um, there's a different layer for anyone that wants to grow in this kind of um, this kind of field, this video game, you know, field. So if you're a new streamer and you're trying to figure out kind of what you want to do in the streaming world, Academy is great for you because we have hands on one on one interactions where you can, you know, grow and figure out numbers and figure out sponsorships you want in the future and how to apply for partnership. And then the stream team is more established streamers. They're either partnered or close to being partnered. Um, and then that's to kind of figure out what they want to do with the rest of their streaming career. So, um, pretty much anyone can apply right on the website. Um, we do go through about like a six week kind of digging through your socials, digging through your, your, uh, streams and see if you kind of fit the brand that we're looking for. And then that's it. <laughs> we get you on board. So I definitely recommend anyone who is a gamer to go and apply. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We, I love, I'd love to meet new people too. So. You kind of touched on this, but how can someone join? So just go over to the website. Yep, just go on. There's an application section. Um, we have an onboarding manager named Zalms. He's great. He um, kind of does all the middle ground stuff. And then we'll schedule a call with you regardless. Kind of go over how you feel about the applications, how you feel about Spark Gaming, any questions. Um, and then we pretty much make a decision about a couple of weeks after that. Interesting. That's, that sounds really good. <laughs> it's it's a system i promise it's a good got it down <laughs> so this question you probably won't be able to answer because i don't think you have but what is your least favorite thing about streaming oh i can definitely it's it's my anxiety always and it's something that i've come to terms with now but it's always feeling like i'm not good enough and that's not really about streaming but it's just a personal problem i have that i'm i'm getting better um the you know the longer i stream but it's really just feeling good enough to even get on the camera and i've done some things like 
I'll do personal like notes to myself, like, okay, today's stream was really great because of these three reasons. And it'll never be like monetary reasons. It'll always be like, you know, I talked to chat the whole time. We had a great time. We, you know, we laughed. We listened to great music. We did, you know, stuff like that. Um, so that way I can look back and be like, okay, I know what I'm doing. I can get better at the things I don't know what I'm doing. See, I've always had a problem with um, the, like, with doubting myself all the time, like, how you know, because I'm oh, always yeah. in the stream and I'm always doubting myself, like, Christy, I'll, <laughs> I'll play with you, but I'm terrible at this game. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm like that. It's honestly just the biggest thing I would give you then is just not even, don't even worry about being bad at a game. You, you see me, I always make a meme out of it if I'm bad. Just, just have fun. Um, that's something that took me about a year to really <laughs> teach myself is just have fun. Everyone's there for a good time, really. That you 